everybody to another episode of Fanalyze. We hope you're doing well this week. Today we've got a very special guest, Ryan from the Quarantine Football Podcast. How you doing, Ryan? Hey man, you know, beautiful day in Jersey today. You know, just wrapped up my Fourth of July weekend. Uh, nice beach visit at Belmar, but you know, I'm doing pretty well. You know, happy to be here on Fanalyze and uh, talking football with you today, man. Yeah, awesome, Jersey. I did not know that. How's it? Yeah. There? I mean, Jersey, you know, weather, whack, people, whack, driving, whack, but I still love uh, living here. You know, I live about uh, 40 minutes away from the beach, so that's wonderful. And uh, spend the weekend down at our friend's uh, beach house, you know, heated pool in the back, great food in Belmar, be- uh, block away from the beach, so just awesome stuff uh, all throughout the weekend. But I'm happy to be sitting down on this uh, beautiful Jersey evening and uh, talking football. Yeah, that sounds a lot better than Cincinnati, Ohio, where <laughs> I am. But all right, we're going to get right into this. Um, Brooks will be coming on later, but uh, we've got two main segments to go through. Number one, we'll be ranking 10 quarterbacks, our top 10 quarterbacks to build our franchise around, assuming we're the general manager or owner of a team. Uh, then we've got a start, bench, or cut running back edition. That should be really fun coming at you guys. Um, but yeah, let's get in it. Top 10 quarterbacks. I was thinking we'd go 1 to 10. Break 1 to 10? Down. I'll just start it off. My number one, this might be a hot take to a lot of people, Russell Wilson. I, uh, I've seen Russell Wilson. I've seen him do more, more than Patrick Mahomes with less around him. I mean, what's your take on that? Who do you have at number I, one? I got Mahomes. I think easily it's Mahomes. You know, we've seen what he's done the last two years. You know, MVP, had the Super Bowl ring already. It's just even – I know, you know, weapons on his teams. He's got Tyree Kill. He's got Travis Kelsey. He's got – I don't even know who starts to the running back position there anymore. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he's – He's a generational quarterback, man. You, we see him throw the ball without even looking at the receiver. Like, it's – I know, like, if you think about it, you know, put him in, like, the Giants, per se. That's my favorite team. I doubt he'd be as successful as he is now. But, you know, in terms of rebuilding and, you know, preparing for the future, I think you got to go with Mahomes. You know, Russell Wilson uh, – how old is Russ actually now? Is he in his 30s? I, I know he's I know he's getting up there in age, right? I don't think he's quite in his 30s. I'm not sure. I'd have to look at that. But, I mean, Russell Wilson, we've seen the elusiveness, the ability to make plays. He has done so much. Patrick Mahomes, great quarterback, yes, but he's got arguably the best receiving core, a great offensive line, the best tight end in the league, in my opinion. You could debate that, but definitely top three. So I just think Russell Wilson, he doesn't have all that, and he's still able to be consistently good year after year after year. I just take Wilson. I think he's a phenomenal athlete. Honestly, I think he throws – a more accurate ball than Mahomes. It's very, very close. Uh, Mahomes has the arm strength, but I'm taking Russell Wilson here. Just, I think back to, you know, say Patrick Mahomes' first season as a starting quarterback when he was, I would I would call it his rookie season. You know, he started that one game. That didn't really matter. But the man, I know we had, he had, what was it, like 50-something touch or like low 50? high 40s, low 50s in touchdowns, whatever the hell he had. He had some incredible stats for a second year or even rookie player. And I mean, his team wasn't even the best it could possibly be in my, at least in my opinion, this year, his team was incredible, but you know, Tyree kill was just coming onto the scene as well. I think, I think Patrick Mahomes honestly made Tyree kill in my opinion. I think, you know, 
Tyreek Hill was more of a return specialist before Mahomes. And, you know, getting Mahomes who could absolutely throw a rocket pretty much made Tyreek Hill. I think Mahomes is – he's like LeBron James of the NFL. He elevates everyone around him on that team. If you take Patrick Mahomes out of that Chiefs team, that Chiefs team is not even a playoff team in my opinion. I think Mahomes is generational quarterback. This is someone that if you want to rebuild a team around an amazing quarterback, you take Patrick Mahomes, no doubt in my mind. Ooh, I, I don't know about what you said at the end there. If, if you take Mahomes away from the Chiefs, I think the good majority of quarterbacks would take that team at least to the playoffs. I think they would take him to the Super Bowl, honestly. I know Russell Wilson would. Lamar, I think Lamar Jackson would. Yeah, Lamar. Josh Allen, Carson Wentz, I think they would take him to the Super Bowl. I think Matt Stafford would take him to the Super Bowl. I don't know There's all that. these good quarterbacks. You're not a part of that Matt Stafford? You don't like him? I think, I think Stafford is a good quarterback. I mean, right now, you know, injuries kind of hurt him, but I think he's a good quarterback. Super Bowl caliber quarterback, I don't know. Even on that Chiefs team, like, he's, he's similar to Mahomes, but Mahomes is better, in, in my opinion. I mean, obviously, man's got an MVP and a Super Bowl ring, but I, I just don't like – if you really think about it, the bottom half, say they were like ranking all the quarterbacks in the league, the bottom half of that list, I doubt any of those quarterbacks could really bring, make the Chiefs a playoff team, honestly. I mean, that offense is so stacked. It I really is. I agree there, but yeah, my number two is Patrick Mahomes. Who do you have at number two? I got Lamar Jackson at number two. I mean, Lamar, like, here, here's my stance on Lamar. I'm either – you're either in love with Lamar Jackson or you absolutely hate him and the type of player he is. Because we look at a guy, say, Mike Vick, right? That's a guy who's compared to Lamar a lot. And I think that with Lamar and Mike Vick, Lamar, I think, has better throwing uh, accuracy. You know, I think he's more of a well-rounded quarterback than what Mike Vick was. But the thing with running quarterbacks, we saw it with Cam Newton also – it takes a toll on their body eventually. Like, they're going to eventually get some big injury that will set them back in the career. And I think that's bound to happen for Lamar. It's just the type of player he is. But in terms of wanting to win right now and wanting to have an incredible quarterback who brings basically – he's basically a running back who could throw is how I kind of think about him. You know, Lamar is insanely talented. You know, you, you could also flip him out with Russ, uh, Russ Wilson at his two spot for me. But, you know, in terms of also age, if we were going off of right now, I got to have Lamar at my number two spot. I like what you said about running quarterbacks. They're going to get injured. Mm -hmm. Michael Vick had a ton of concussions in his career. I mean, those running quarterbacks, they don't last as long. And that's why Lamar is lower on this list. That's why I have Mahomes at two. And my number three is not Lamar. It's Deshaun Watson. I hey, I mean, Deshaun that's Watson fair. A better ball than Lamar Jackson. I like Deshaun Watson better than Lamar Jackson. He's had no offensive line. He had a little bit this year with Laramie Tunsil's at tackle spot. But um, Deshaun Watson, just such a great playmaker. I mean, he just finds he just finds a way to make a great play no matter what the circumstances. Um, I think he's going to hurt a lot without DeAndre Hopkins this year. But still, just an amazing quarterback. That's why I want him number three starting my franchise. Yeah, I mean, you know, I hate to do this. <clears throat> Excuse me. I hate to do this to Russell Wilson, but at my three spot, I have Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is going to be a top five quarterback in the league next year. I know, bold prediction right there. But, you know, the man was just – he was a beast for the Cardinals this past season. He started the season off slow but really took major strides, you know, later on in the second half of the season. And one rookie of the year, I wasn't expecting it. Honestly, I thought it was going to be Josh Jacobs or A.J. Brown. But I think he, he really takes a big leap, I mean, this upcoming season. I think, you know, Kyler Murray, being the superb athlete he is already, and, you know, just being the great quarterback he is already, especially with 
the height issues that he had, you know, I think you, how could you not want to build off of Kyler Murray? You know, he, he's able to basically, he's like Lamar, but not as running backy, I guess. I don't know what the term would be, but he, I, I want a quarterback who could basically make plays happen without throwing the ball also. And I think, you know, Russ Wilson, you know, uh, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes all fall into that category for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I have to say we're, uh, I'm trying to hold back a little anger here. You're disrespecting <laughs> Russell Wilson, and I don't appreciate it, to be honest. Russell I mean, I think – They're similar in height. I think Russell Wilson throws a much better ball than Kyler Murray. Russell Wilson is proven. So, like, you have a proven guy who Russell Wilson, he's done a lot with, honestly, not a ton around him. And you have Kyler Murray who did a little bit. He showed some signs of greatness his rookie year, won that rookie of the year. That was great. But, I mean, Russell Wilson, the only difference I see is Russell Wilson is proven to be a great, phenomenal quarterback. Kyler Murray's not proven yet. So, I'm thinking I got to start Russell, Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're going off of, say, like, if we want to rebuild her out in a quarterback for the future, then definitely, you know, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes are my top three. But if we're saying, like, win right now, I definitely would put Russ over uh, Kyler Murray at the moment. I think, you know, Russ – elite quarterback he the Seahawks do him dirty every year they don't let him play out to his potential we saw it last year with uh, Chris Carson in the backfield when they would go up say by like one two scores they're they're just pounding the rock and I mean it really sucks you you hate to see it with Russ because he's a insanely talented quarterback you know top three in the league in my opinion at the moment and it's you just hate to see it but you know Wilson you know he falls in my number four spot he is an absolute absolute animal absolute animal so 100% agree. My number four spot, this is a hot take to a lot of people. I don't think I'm too out of line, to be honest. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. I have Josh Allen. Hey, I, I, Josh I have Allen is Lamar amazing. Jackson. Josh Allen, strongest arm in the league. Arguably, it's Mahomes. I think Josh Allen has a stronger arm. He throws a really good ball. He made some stupid mistakes, like that Texas mm-hmm. game where he just threw the ball behind him. I mean, that's expected of a second-year player. But I think Josh Allen is going to be special in this league. He's got I, I could agree. Here, that's going to be huge for him. Um, but yeah, do do you have much of a disagreement with number? Nah, five? I don't. I, I I love Josh Allen as much as uh, as much as you. Honestly, I saw you know I watched last season. I had John Brown on uh, some of my fantasy teams. I took him in the late round. Great great draft pick for me. If you want to say that right off the bat, but you know him him and uh him and Brown were like a perfect pairing on the field. You know with uh, Allen's arm and uh, Brown's speed. I mean Josh Allen, it, he's basically like I don't know how to put it like a slower. Lamar Jackson, but with more physicality, I feel like. You know, Lamar Jackson, we see, he jukes the guys. I feel like Josh Allen really, you know, he tries to go for those, I would say, truck, like what running backs do when they try to truck guys over. I feel like Josh Allen is kind of more of that kind of running quarterback. And, I mean, we all remember the play where he uh, basically hurtled over Anthony Barr. I mean, that was absolutely insane. But, you know, Josh Allen, I think he's going to be – I think this year he's going to be a top eight quarterback in the league. And if I was a team, you know, like the Bills, I would want to have uh, Josh Allen at the helm for, for now and the future, honestly. I mean, I remember watching that draft with uh, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and Josh Rosen and Allen. And I was thinking, man, you know, whoever takes Josh Allen, they're getting a bust. I didn't think he was going to be anything good. And he's proven me wrong completely. And I have the utmost respect for Josh Allen. I think he's an absolute beast. And I want to say, you know, going back to that draft, I thought Josh Rosen was going to be the best quarterback. And, man, I I was completely wrong. I was terribly wrong. 
premature on that one for sure. Very, extremely. I wanted the Giants to take him over uh, Taquan Barkley. I'm happy we didn't. Very happy we didn't. Yeah, that would have been horrible, man. <laughs> you think I, I don't Tate now? Oh. Uh, it would have it would have been bad, but I love the quarterback we got now. You know, love my man Danny Dimes. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Well, moving on, number five. Finally, put him. I put Lamar Jackson. I think this year he's going to take a step back. To be honest, I think those edge rushers they're going to rush him soft on the edge, force him to stay in the pocket, and I don't think I he still has not proven to me that he can throw a football consistently, extremely accurate, like guys like Josh Allen, like Russell Wilson, like Patrick Mahomes. I just don't see that throwing ability. I don't even think it's top 10 in the league right now. I mean, he, he has great elusiveness, obviously, incredible speed, juking ability. Um, but I, I, he drops to number five on my list. But yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, you think about it like I'm, trying to, like I'm trying to think of a guy. You know, we've seen countless years where running backs, you know, say Todd Gurley had that one big year as a rookie, and then the next season he absolutely flopped. And that's because, you know, these NFL teams, they see the athletes breakout year, and they figure out the game plan against them. And they think, you know, well, the Rams, they were handing the ball to Todd Gurley a ton. Let's just stack the box and stop him. And it worked. So, you know, I think same thing is bound to come from Lamar. I 100% agree. I think teams are really going to start to curate against his, uh, his game, basically, and really limit the amount that he could run, you know, out, you know when he's scrambling and all of that. And we saw that also with, uh, I'm try- with uh, Mike Vick, you know, eventually it happens you know, teams, they get, they get smarter every year. It's, it's just how it is. There's some guys who are unguardable, like Patrick Mahomes, Tyree kill, you know, that's, that's just never going to be stopped. But, you know, at my, at my five spot, I got Deshaun Watson. I think, you know, obviously, you know, I skipped him over one through four Watson at my five spot. He's been the, he's the franchise quarterback for the Texans easily. And, you know, yes, they lost uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but Deshaun Watson's still a beast, you know, regardless, he is a great quarterback. And I've noticed a trend kind of in our top five, a lot of these top quarterbacks are mobile quarterbacks. And I feel like that really is a shift in like the way the game is played now. You know, we see guys like Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, who kind of are falling out of the league now because I think mobility is something that's it's becoming a trend basically with a lot of quarterbacks. So I don't know if that's because they're younger guys. You know, we Russell Wilson is kind of an older guy. He's 31 now. You know, that's not old, but for NFL, it's old. And he's still mobile. So I don't know. Maybe it's just a trend in the league. I don't know. But a lot of these top quarterbacks are mobile. And it really shows that how, how the game's changing basically, where, where I'm basically rambling off to right now. But regardless, Deshaun Watson at my number five spot, you know, I don't see how you don't put him in the uh, top five. No, I mean, I totally agree about that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, the game is changing. We used to think Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben, Drew Brees, mm-hmm. not so much Drew Brees, he's a little short, but uh, Tom Brady, those guys were like the norm now. Those guys, they're getting older, they're moving on. And it was only two years ago that we were saying that Baker Mayfield ran too much in college. I mean, we were saying that he was too mobile, he was too short to be in the NFL. Now you got guys like Kyler Murray, and he's considered the normal here. So, yeah, the NFL is definitely uh, – Oh, yeah. Transition. 100%. 100%. Pocket passer is kind of a thing of the past now. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, we saw it with, like, you know, for me, the Giants fan. It kind of – it was unfortunate with Eli Manning. He basically got phased out of the league. You know, he was not mobile at all. I remember watching Giants games where he would be getting absolutely destroyed in the pocket. And instead of, you know, throwing it away or trying to run, he just throws it at the ground. And I was like, man, this, this just sucks. And, I mean, I'm happy we have Daniel Jones now because he's he's mobile and he has some rushing touchdowns. He's not like these guys like Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. 
but he still has mobility. And, you know, that's what – I think that's what all quarterbacks kind of need now in, uh, in the game. These edge rushers are evolving. We see guys like Khalil Mack, Vaughn Miller, absolute monsters of players. So, you know, I just think, you know, it's only a matter of time before every NFL team has a mobile quarterback, in my opinion. Yeah, honestly, I, I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, moving on, number six spot here. Get ready for it. I'm, I'm going to show my true colors here. I originally had him at number eight. I'm moving him up, though. I'm going to be a little biased. It's Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I mean, that's what fair. What do you think about that? That, that's fair. I mean, his rookie season was really, really, like, superb, honestly. You know, he really showed that he, he's, got, he's got it, basically, for the Browns. And I think we can't really blame Baker Mayfield for his poor season last year because Freddie Kitchen was absolutely awful. He was not good at his job in any way. And I think, you know, this year, I talked about it with uh, Nate, my co-host, also on our show. We think this year is a proving year for Baker Mayfield. They got out. They basically rejuvenated that entire offensive line. They got Jack Conklin. They got a few guys in the draft. They got Austin Hooper now at tight end, who was arguably a top five tight end last season. And they got uh, Odell. They have Jarvis. So I think – and they got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So I don't see how Baker Mayfield doesn't shine this season. And I agree with you. I think Baker Mayfield, he's, I don't know about six, but he's definitely in this top 10 list. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I think last season was a fluke. And I think, I basically, I'm a big maker, uh, Baker guy. I love Baker. I hope he finds success for the Browns. But for me at my sixth spot, I have Carson Wentz there. And it pains me to say that because I'm a diehard Giants fan. But Carson Wentz, I've watched him absolutely destroy my Giants. And the man, the man's got it, you know. It just sucks because, you know, the Eagles uh, wide receivers all got hurt last season. And Carson Wentz has, uh, I wouldn't say struggled with injuries, but been injured a good amount throughout his career so far. But the the man's got it. It's either – for me, it's either Dak or uh, Wentz at this sixth spot. And I'll go into it more with Dak later. But I think Wentz is deserving of this sixth spot. And I know uh, people will say that he didn't really earn the Super Bowl ring, but – you really got to think about it. He's the one who led the Eagles to that record in that uh, Super Bowl season. Nick Foles just pulled it off in the playoffs. I think if that was Wentz in that uh, position in the playoffs, I think he would have pulled it off and won that Super Bowl, honestly. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Carson Wentz was my Nets pick at number seven. I mean, no receivers this year. Uh, absolutely mm. none. And honestly, if he wouldn't have gotten injured, he probably would be a Super Bowl winner right now. We would most likely be talking about him top five. Because, mm-hmm. I mean – the guy is really good. He's done a lot with almost nothing around him this year. Obviously, a great offensive line. But Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, those were really his only two weapons this year. So, uh, Carson Wentz, extremely impressed with him. And I have to say, we're going to get along fine. I thought we were going to have troubles when you were <laughs> in Russell Wilson. The Baker Mayfield thing saved you, though. Completely <laughs> not his fault last year. People forget that he was the Heisman winner. Uh, he took an 0-16 team to 7-8-1 and in one year, uh, set the rookie touchdown pass record. So, I mean, he's already got an extremely good resume just in year three. So, but, uh, yeah, Carson Wentz, he is my number six spot – or number seven. Sorry, number seven. Who do you have there? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it also pains me to say this one, but I got Dak Prescott at my number seven spot. And, you know, obviously with the Cowboys, they weren't the best last season – uh, they definitely, you know, under, I would say undersold a lot of people's ex- expectations. But, you know, we look at Dak's stats. He had over almost 5K passing yards last season. He had uh, 4,900, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Season before, 22 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 3,800 yards. I mean, this man, I get it with the weapons he may have, isn't 
performing up to people's expectations. But that's like that's a quarterback like Dak Prescott. I'd rather have over eighty percent of the other quarterbacks in the league right now. And it sucks for me to say that because I love my Giants and I hate the Cowboys. But Dak is so underrated now. I mean, pro- probably because everyone just hates the Cowboys. But people just think now that Dak isn't good because the Cowboys were bad last season. That's not the case. You know, their defense wasn't the best. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence kind of had a down season. You just can't blame it all on Dak. Same thing with Carson Wentz. I think Dak is a e- easily a top 10 quarterback in the league. And th- that's why he falls in my number seven spot, honestly. He's just so- shown consistency and that he could get it done. He's not on my list. I mean, he's not. Wow. Because I understand what you're saying. It's not completely his fault. But, I mean, come on. We got to blame him a little bit. Top three offensive line, one of the best receiving cores, one of the best running backs. I mean, that offense was a dream offense for him, and he wasn't able to play up to par. His stats looked great. But, I mean, his stats looked great against weak teams. He didn't show up to play against the Bills. He didn't show up to play against the Eagles that second time or the Patriots. Those are the games that my franchise needs to win, and that's why he's not going to be on this list. I just don't think he shows up in those big games where we need him. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't argue with that. I mean, you bring up some very good points. Like, I just think Dak, you know, talent-wise, if I have a quarterback, I want him to be consistent in terms of stats and getting the job done. Obviously, Dak, you know, you mentioned, didn't show up against some of those big teams. But it's all he was also only in year three, I believe, right now. You know, he has time to start. He showed it his rookie year when they went 13-3. and three. I mean, we got to think back to that, when he was an absolute, absolute monster. So, you know, I think Dak, you know, last year I think was a fluke season. You know, it wasn't all his fault most of the time. You know, Amari Cooper can sometimes be a little bit inconsistent. Zeke, you know, he, he's a beast majority of the time, but might have, like, some fluke games here and there. And, I mean, you know, Michael Gallup was just breaking out. I think this season Dak is going to be a top-five quarterback, honestly. They got C.D. Lamb now in that wide receiver core, and they all, that offense only improved. I mean, I just think Dak, you know, the future is bright, and I think if I was a franchise and I had to choose, say, like, Dak, I'd rather have Dak than Baker Mayfield right now, honestly, as, like, as controversial as it may be with some people, Dak has proven himself that he can win games. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's too controversial. I mean, those are two of the most hated guys in the league. <laughs> you, you can't get that much controversial. That's true. Um, Very good. Yeah, point. there's definitely some bias with Dak. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, we all hate the Cowboys. This yeah. is supposed to be oh, like yeah. biased, but I hate the Cowboys as not as much as ninety percent of America hates the Cowboys. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. So there's definitely some bias there. I mean, Dak, if he shows up to play, he's going to be in my top 10. He might even be in my top five with how good that offense is. Mm -hmm. But I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Number eight on my list is Kyler Murray, though. Um, We've already kind of gone over him. I think he's going to excel with DeAndre Hopkins, who is, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the league. Uh, Who do you have at number eight? Yeah, so number eight, I got Baker Mayfield uh, at this spot. I think, you know, talked about it earlier with Baker. I think he's uh, definitely going to have a big year. You know, they got all the pieces for him, and they have a better coach now. I think, you know, basically I think Baker Mayfield's going to be a beast this season. I think people are sleeping on him because of that down year last season. And, yeah, I mean, not much else to say about Baker Mayfield. Pretty much touched on it before when you brought him up. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, eight, I'll take that. That's respectable. Um, yeah. Yeah, number nine for me, this might be a little bit of a hot take, especially with you being a Giants fan, uh, Dwayne Haskins. I think Dwayne, I think people have put him in the garbage way too soon. He was extremely accurate. 
he's not as mobile as a quarterback as uh, some of these newer guys you see, but he's only heading into his second year. He came in his rookie year in one of the worst possible scenarios you could come into. I mean, the offensive line was super, super weak. Uh, the receivers, he had Terry McLaurin. That's pretty much it. Adrian Peterson, Darius Geis. Peterson's old, obviously. But, um, yeah, Dwayne Haskins, we've thrown him in the trash way too soon. He's my number nine on this list. What do you think? I agree with the statement that we've thrown him in the trash too soon. I think people are starting to give up on him way too early. We've seen that happen with a lot of quarterbacks, and I think he still has something to prove in the league. Do I think he should be at the number nine spot? No, I don't. I think, you know, there's some, like, for me, this is completely biased, but I've put – I have Daniel Jones at the ninth spot. I think, you know, we can't, we compare their stats, and obviously uh, Haskins played less games than Jones, but Haskins only had a 58% completion uh, percentage, and he only had 1,300 yards, seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, and 76 QBR. Daniel Jones, 61% uh, percent, uh, completion percentage, uh, 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, and uh, 12 interceptions. With an 87 QBR, I think you take Daniel Jones over Haskins at the moment. I agree that Haskins was put in a terrible situation with that Redskins team. They are awful. They are terrible. I, if I could come up with new words for garbage, I'd come up with new words, but not on the spot. But, you know, Haskins is definitely being thrown away too soon. I would definitely have him in the top 15, but I think top 10 is a bit, is a bit of a stretch, you know? I mean, I, I can kind of see that. I just <laughs> think – I mean, looking at his stats last year, I really think that's unfair just because he had, like, nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, kind of like – yeah, he just had nothing. At Ohio State, he was dominant. I mean, yeah. it, it's kind of hard to tell because he, he went mm -hmm. from a powerhouse college being really good, as almost any quarterback would be, to a really trash team being bad, as any quarterback would be. So it's hard to tell, but I have him at number nine. I mean, you know, kind of kind of another point I want to bring up is you talked about, you know, him making the transition from Ohio State to Washington. And I've also talked about this with Nate. We talked about Henry Ruggs. It's kind of like he was really good because he had a really good team. And then he was bad because he had a bad team. You know, I would expect if I'm building a franchise around a quarterback, I would want my quarterback to be able to perform still under – under not the best circumstances you know it might be because Haskins was on that Ohio State team he performed really well and now he's really showing his true colors you know what I'm saying yeah I, I mean I I kind of get that but it's like it's, it's a stretch yeah I feel like if if it were like just a bad team or a mm -hmm. mediocre team I would understand that the Redskins they sucked last year he went from one extreme of the spectrum to another so mm -hmm. it, it's kind of hard to tell number 10 though I have a 31 year old Okay, a little old to start a franchise with, but I got Kirk Cousins here. What, what Read my think? mind. I got Kirk Cousins at 10. Perfect. Love <laughs> I, mean, I, I think people, again, he's underrated. I mean, they throw him in the trash just because he's not able to win on Monday night football. He's got like a one and nine record in prime time or something. But, I mean, he's a good quarterback. Beat mm -hmm. the Saints in the playoffs. I mean, he, he has done a lot for the Vikings. I really think he is truly underrated. He, he is. Honestly, he is. And I mean, I've had uh, people ask me, you know, who would you rather have, Kirk or Jimmy Garoppolo? And yes, Jimmy Garoppolo has uh, made a Super Bowl already, had a, had a stellar record. But in terms of talent, I'd much rather have Kirk Cousins. We look at their stats. Kirk is so much better than Jimmy Garoppolo. That, that defense carried Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, I'd still put Jimmy G in like top 15, but I have Kirk over him just because Kirk has shown 
that he has the talent and he's consistent too. He every every year I feel like he's always in the uh, range of top fifteen, top ten quarterbacks in the league. So I don't. I feel like you know Kirk Cousins. Yes, he's thirty one, but still, if you if you're in win now, I would say take Kirk Cousins. But outside of that stupid primetime record stat that everyone always uses, Kirk Cousins is good. Everyone, you guys got to stop sleeping on him. Hundred percent agree. Totally mm-hmm. agree with that. Um. Yeah, take the primetime stuff away. <laughs> stats there, he's going to be extremely good. Yeah, but, 100%. Yeah, got, that'll wrap up our QB starting a franchise with list. We got start, bench, or cut up next. Segment, we've got a start, bench, or cut running back edition here. Uh, we've got three really elite running backs taking over the league. We got Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, and Dalvin Cook. Uh, you're our guest. I'll let you start it off. Yeah, I mean – Immediately, when I, when I hear these three names, there's one guy that I think really kind of jumps into my, uh, my, my cut. And as much as he had a great season last year, I put Dalvin Cook in my cut just because of the injury concerns he's had throughout his entire career so far. You know, even last year, towards the end of the season, he got hurt. Just like the uncertainty with Dalvin Cook, I got to put him towards uh, in that cut section for now. I think, you know, easily like him and Josh Jacobs kind of are like in the same boat for me, but I got to put Cook there for now just because of the injury concern so far. I will put Josh Jacobs in my bench. I think Jacobs is a great running back, but we've seen with say he kind of reminds me of James Conner also there, except he could catch more uh, better than James Conner. But Josh Jacobs is a extremely talented running back. Great, great guy. But I don't think he's, I don't think either Josh Jacobs or Dalvin Cook are better than Joe Mixon truly. I think Joe Mixon has shown that he is a, he can, he's a great receiving back, uh, receiving back. He's a great running back. You know, when the Bengals actually have a good O-line, he goes off. So that's that's basically my list. I got Mixon starting, Jacob's uh, bench, and Dalvin Cook cut. And I know that's a bit uh, controversial, but that's, that's where I'm headed. All right. Uh, Brooks has recently joined us. Brooks, what do you think about that? Um, honestly, I don't think what you said was that controversial, man. I mean, I can agree with everything you're saying. Uh, Mixon definitely explosive off the Bengals O-line, but I'm going to make a couple adjustments. I'm going to start Josh Jacobs, Raiders fan. That's my boy. Um, Snubbed offensive rookie of the year. Um, I'm going to bench Mixon, and I'm going to go ahead and cut Dalvin Cook. A lot of dis- yeah, glad, glad to hear you. Glad to hear you at least agree with me. You know, I I mean, like it's really this whole list can go like either way. Honestly, it it really can. There's so many. There's so many like. Oh yeah, for sure. Guys. Yeah, there's just so many positives, but then so many negatives to these guys. It it just can go anyway. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, if you guys aren't gonna love Dalvin Cook, I will. Um, I'll put Josh Jake. I'm gonna have to cut Josh Jacobs here, and I know that's tough. He's a great running back. But I'm cutting him, starting Joe Mixon, and uh, I'm going to bench Dalvin Cook. Interesting. I mean, all right. we all kind of had the, the same idea with Dalvin Cook, either benching him or cutting him. I mean, that's just – Dalvin Cook's, like, injury history with the ACL and then, you know, not being up to performance, I mean, uh, the year before last, uh, last season. Just like with Cook, he really just didn't come onto the scene until uh, this season – so, you know, we just I just got to see another season out of him where uh, he really performs, you know? 
And, I mean, it is super close with this guy. Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs finished eighth in yards this year. Joe Mixon was ninth. Dalvin Cook was 10. Um, but, yeah, Joe Mixon, I have to say, the one thing that separates him, he did this with the worst team in the league, the worst offensive line in the league. So, I mean, for him to do that, his runs, I feel like, Dalvin Cook's runs, they start at the line of scrimmage pretty mm-hmm. much. He's got a pretty good O-line. Joe Mixon starts three yards behind. They start as soon as he has handed the ball because there is pressure on him almost every time. Mm-hmm. So that that's why I'm taking Joe Mixon here. Um, yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick said he was the best running back in the league. But, yeah, like you said, it could go any way here. Yeah, it really could. That's, it's just – same thing with a lot of running backs in the league. I feel like it could go any way with any guy. You know, these guys are constantly shifting in and out of the top ten, top five. So, really, it's just like every year is so different with running backs. Mm, definitely. Um, Brooks, I have a question for you as a Raiders fan. Do you think it would be right. realistic to put Josh Jacobs in the Offensive Player of the Year category? Absolutely. Really? Hmm. I, I don't mean, see why, why you wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, Raiders fans, honestly, they seem to be kind of upset when they took him round one, if I remember correctly. Uh, I think he No, was- that, was, that was Cleveland Farrell. Uh, our fourth overall pick oh, in yeah. 2019. Oh, that was, that that was, was a pick everybody game. was upset about. Honestly, that pick wasn't too bad. It actually turned out pretty well. But at the time, every every fan, every I was texting everybody like, "What the hell?" Just <laughs> what had to say. But I mean, I, you got to trust Gruden and Mayock. I mean, I consider them one of the best draft drafters in the league. So, yeah, I mean, have to agree with that, John Gruden. He knows what he's doing. He knows football better than almost anyone else. So you got to trust him. But, uh, yeah, I think if any of these guys were to win it, uh, I think it would be Joe Mixon just because even though that offensive line is still pretty bad, they've got more receivers. They've got weapons around them. They're ready to pass the ball, implement that into their offense, and that's going to help Joe Mixon rather than hurt him because now teams, they're playing for the pass more rather than just – expect Mixon to get the ball every damn time so yeah I'm, I'm taking Mixon if anybody there uh what do you think yeah I gotta side with you on Mixon I think it's uh yeah I think he's the most talented guy out of this list and I think you know if anyone ends up winning that award it's gonna be Mixon I think he has the most to his game and I mean we see that in the NFL now too a lot of the uh stellar running backs are ones that can run and they could catch and they could block in the well blocking the backfield doesn't have anything to do with that but you know it's the guys who are multiple trick ponies rather than one trick ponies and I think uh you know you could say Dalvin Cook is in a one trick pony I feel like Josh Jacobs kind of is maybe he'll improve on that but you know I feel like as of right now I gotta go Joe Mixon yeah I mean I don't think there's too much argument to be made like you said you could go with really anyone here mm-hmm. but um yeah, if no one else has anything to say, I think that's going to wrap up our start, bench, or cut. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else. The disrespect for Dalvin Cook was kind of <laughs> I was I was expecting him to get more love. But, uh, not not over here, not on this side. Uh, I'm not no, one, guy. no one gets a big head in fanalized sports. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. I think that'll uh, wrap up this episode. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, Brooks, as always, it was a pleasure, sir. But um, My pleasure. uh, Absolutely. That'll wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to check out his podcast. I will leave it 
in the description. Um, great episode. And uh, hopefully we'll yeah. see you later. Thinking about doing more collabs. But, um, of course. Yeah. I'll Not see you around, here. guys. See ya. All right. Perfect. Awesome. All right. I got to be on my way. I got some psychology work I got to go do. So Something thank up. you for having me, man. Appreciate okay. it a ton. Had some fun. All right. Just while DM me, like, let me know when it's up and all that stuff. All right. Sounds good. All right. Great. Cool. Thanks, man. See you. Yeah, no problem.